From In the Beginning to the Musical Apocalypse, this is The Bible Says What. I'm your host, Mike Wiseman. Spider-Man has taught me that with great power comes great responsibility. The Christian God has great power, but how does he use it? He uses it to seek glory and praise for himself. I don't see that as a noble cause. He desires to be exalted and to have every living creature bow down before him whether they like it or not. These are not honorable actions worthy of worship or even respect. And then to punish everyone who does not know him or love him with an eternal punishment is just monstrous. Does Spider-Man seek glory and praise for himself? Does he punish those who do not love him? No, he doesn't seek out glory for himself and he saves those who hate him. The choice is clear. Spider-Man is greater than the Christian deity. Why would anyone want to worship an egotistical madman? Praise Spider-Man. Let's start the show. Is there anything in the Bible that you yourself have an issue with? <laughs> okay, so it took you reading the Bible to realize that those things were bad for you? Yeah, it actually did. I, I didn't figure this out on your own. No, Ted, Ted Bundy could be redeemed. God doesn't kill children. Does, what, what do you think the Passover was? Yahweh sets up a whole system in the Old Testament where you slaughter animals just so he's able to forgive you. Today's special guest is returning guest, Christian podcaster L. Edwards. Welcome to, back to the show, L. <laughs> Thank you so much, Michael. It's lovely to be here. <laughs> oh, this is awesome. It's great to see you again. It's been such a long time. So I hear you started another podcast. I have. Tell us a little yes. bit about that. It's called Lead by Design. Um, and so it starts with this premise that if you're human, you're a leader. And so in essence, it's simply lots of different conversations with lots of different leaders about the adventures that they're on with God. And so I get to hear lots of stories, which you already know. I mean, your format's slightly different, but like you, you already know, talking to lots of different humans is generally awesome, apart from the times it's not. But so far, I haven't <laughs> had exception to the rule. So it's um, it's been lots of fun. And I, I hear things from people, even people who I thought I knew really well. I'm like, oh, I did not know that was part of your story. So it's been really good fun i gotta say <laughs> oh, i love it yeah no it's, it's definitely the best part of the job is just talking to all these different people from all over the world so that's yeah. a lot of fun absolutely it's the Thanks editing afterwards <laughs> i was <Yeah>. like <laughs> you were very brave mine because you invited me back i think before you'd even actually published my first episode yep. so i don't know if that shows a great big d dose of faith or you're just having a day <laughs> i don't know but, but it's my pleasure to be back so thank you <laughs> well we've been talking for so long you know it's only a matter of time before you come back for a second third i don't know maybe fourth you know four i think four is the top so i got had a guest on four times those are the top so wow oh, fair yeah. Play. <laughs> yeah yeah he hasn't been back i got contact him actually thank you for that yeah. um thanks for going back thanks for taking Taking the time 100 appreciate it i know last time we talked about a wide range of things um, <laughs> we did yeah i we did, did listen so go on i did listen to it since then have you listened to it since then not since no i didn't no. i haven't gone back i don't tend to listen to myself back too often because otherwise Same. when i do i pick up on my sort of idiosyncrasies and the certain <laughs> words that i say too many times uh so it's yeah. it's um yeah, no, I haven't. No, but... I totally understand that. Yeah, I, I had an entire podcast where I, I think I said justification like 20 times. And I was just like, you oh, my God. Game like, with that mind. You, could, you could play a game with yourself, couldn't you? And every time you say you. you know... <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I, there are drinking games associated with the show. I've heard of them are in they? the past. Excellent. Absolutely. Oh, that's yeah. so good to know. <laughs> but it was it was actually a really good and interesting um, experience for me, aside from the fact that you're really good fun. But it was like we were chatting briefly beforehand and we said, I'll never read the comments. But there was actually one of the comments. I mean, there's somebody who found the experience of me talking to you painful. And if they're back to watch this episode, then consider me giving you a gold star. Although I suspect <laughs> they won't because they know what they're letting themselves in for. But there was an interesting comment um, mm. about it said, oh, the, I'm paraphrasing, but they in essence said, oh, these guests, they're all the same. They never really reflect on what they're talking about and they never learn from it. And actually, mm. If that's true, I might be the exception to that because the piece that you don't know, I maybe alluded to you in a little bit of an email. After hmm. we got off air, remember I said to you, or you might not remember because it was a long time ago. I said to you, look, God is love. And hmm. there's yes, there are bits in the Bible that are really messy. And I'm like, there's got to be something else going on here, which hmm. is totally not an acceptable answer for you. And I respect that and I get it. And that's that's fine. But I said to one of my friends hmm. afterwards and she said, well, I've been got a book you should read and I've been talking to this people and that people and I've been oh. on this whole journey uh, and there's, there's a book um, I wrote it down so I wouldn't forget the name of it it's called a more Christ-like word by a, go a guy called Brad I'm going to slaughter his surname now Brad Jersak I might have mentioned him to you on email because do you know have you met him already do you no. know you've him? <laughs> no Come that's on. a that's a good uh good try with the last name there <laughs> I'm British I don't know it's spelled J-E-R-S-A-K so I don't oh, know perfect. how he's Canadian so I don't know how Canadian how would you pronounce his surname? Oh yeah, Jersic, Jersac. Yeah, Jersic. right there with Jersic. you. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, if I was doing my homework, a, or a it, boot in there because it's maybe Canadian. yeah, because the, the the extra <laughs> emphasis on the end. Anyway, I, he has this book called A More Christlike Word, which uh, he wrote this book, a first book about more was it a more Christlike God or something? Anyway, he was maintaining that um, God is love, and so these people uh -huh. said to him, "Yeah, but what about this bit of the Bible? What about this bit of the Bible?" And his book is in response to that, and really? I've read it twice now, and it's just been fascinating. It's taken me on this whole journey to go actually not all of the bible is necessarily true in the way that we have been brought up as being true you know we say 2 timothy 3 16 about you know inspired by god but it's not literally dictated so it has been so uh, just an incredible incredible journey because he, he maintains that actually jesus is the ultimate um picture of who god is and so therefore everything that you read needs to be filled with through jesus and if you read something that doesn't look like jesus or doesn't smell like jesus then that's humans telling the story and actually maybe god didn't really say it so it's just been bonkers so that's the journey i've been on thanks to you michael over the last few months you're welcome thanks for well, that, you know. i do what i can <laughs> that's interesting though so in in, in an essence it's kind of like what you were saying previously um yeah. as far as if 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 you don't like it if it doesn't sound like god is love then mm. that's not a real story. Yeah. So what what he's and I have to have the the what can I say that the caveat's the wrong word. I have to say like this is a journey I'm on. I don't come here today with all the answers. I'd be honest. I almost although I'd already pushed this out once because of Mothering Sunday. We have ours in a different month to you Americans, and so we, so we I, that was a genuine reason why I needed to reschedule. But apart me was a bit like oh maybe I need to reschedule it again because like you know I still don't have all the answers. And God was like no no just go and talk to him. It's fine. So I don't have all the answers to this because Good. for me it bumps up against everything that I grew up with in terms of evangelical Christianity. Mm. And there will be 
I mean, not everything, but lots of stuff. And so there's, but I think for me, it was like, I never really expected to have any of those answers this side of whatever's to come. And so it's just been really interesting. But yeah, in essence, what he's saying is that, so some, there's a quote, and I, I should have written down who said it. This guy said, why is the Bible so messy? Because God let his kids tell the story. There's bits in there. I know another great quote. If you read that book by Brad, you'll be, he quotes this dude and I've forgotten his name. And I thought, wow. And it was funny then, because right, I had you, I don't know if your ears have been burning over the last mm. few months, but we have had conversations. <laughs> have they been burning loads? Yeah. Well, it, it might be partly our fault because I was speaking to, there's a lady called Donna inside my community. She's mm. our spiritual director. And I said, I'm talking to Michael again soon. And she said, Michael, who I saw, Michael the Beloved. I've told you that's what we, we know you as. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I said, I can almost hear him saying it now because he's going to say to me, because um, if I get a chance, I'm going to tell him about this book that I've been reading. And he's going to say to me, yeah, but why would God do that? Because what? surely he should make it more straightforward and not make yeah. it confuse people or let and his children answer. write the book i mean well, exactly if, if i had the opportunity to let my kids write a story or to write my story i wouldn't give it to my kids and go have fun with that no way especially if something that's so important as, as, as saving the planet saving the people you know something like that i don't think it would be a smart idea to put it in the hands of your children but i hear but. you and i see i could hear, I could hear you saying <laughs> but it. he knew that but he knew that ahead of time right well, yeah, he knew that. But yeah. also, like, if you think of the Bible instead of being um, an, in, well, not, what's the word I'm looking for? Like an ever, an ever sort of evolving, but not evolving as an evolution sense. But their their awareness of, of how who God was. I mean, this is not going to be a creation episode. Like, I'm on the fence. Like, as an aside, like I can believe in a God that made the world in six literal days. But I, I also, it's not the hill I'm going to die on. Because I'm like, we're also told that a day is like a thousand years, a thousand years is like a day. So I'm like, well, yeah, well. you know, time, yeah. Anyway, that's, <laughs> that's not, that's not, yeah. That, yeah, that's not my point. But what was I going to say? Yeah. So like, if it's, if it's, so Adam and Eve walking in the Garden of mm. Eden, right back, way back when, um, mm. and we, I say all this, we have to park the fact that you don't believe any of this is true, of course, but run with of me course. on this one. Yes. Yeah. I know you do this every time, but so. <laughs> Adam and Eve walking in with God, with, with God in the cool of the uh -huh. day, all of that good stuff. Like they had a face-to-face -face relationship with God. That was that was always his intention. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that expression face-to-face, -face, I don't quite know what that looks like because God is a spirit, but I don't know. Who, who knows? Does he have but a anyway, face? <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, we're told yeah. there's more power in his little finger than all the forces of evil combined. So if he has fingers and no face, that would be weird, wouldn't it? What? But... <laughs> I don't it know be the weirdest part of the story. That's for sure. But go ahead. I suppose not. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, no. So they, but they had this, whatever that relationship looked like, whatever communication looked like they were, you know, we would probably say they, they were probably the closest people in relationship with God mm. until the whole drama with, you know, turning away mm. from God, etc. And mm. in that turning their, their picture of God gets broken, their understanding. And so if we think of the Bible as an, an unpacking and a journey of people into back into understanding who God is and how he wants to be known. And then Jesus has been the ultimate like, ta-da, of that. Um, I don't know if Jesus ever said, ta-da, but I wish he did. Jazz, that would be so <laughs> maybe cool. when he was done, ta-da. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's, <laughs> we're recording this Easter week, isn't that quite funny? Yeah, but, oh, um, no, it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but so then it becomes more about the, the unfolding relationship. I mean, we already, didn't we touch upon last time? my personal belief about the fact that i i don't see this as like 80 years on the planet you've got to pray the prayer and if you don't you're like and I so therefore if this is that, yeah yeah if this is all part of an unfolding journey into relationship with god and he's playing the very long game mm. then 
it doesn't feel as irresponsible. Yes, within the context of our blink in the eye moment of time, of course it does, because that's yeah. our only understanding. That's but our only within... understanding. You said it right there. That's the key. That's our only understanding. Yeah. It is. And at the same time, we get pictures of other stuff that's going on, don't we? I mean, mm. like, there's, I personally, and I know you don't agree, but I personally believe there is so much more going on than what I can actually literally see right now in this room. And, you know, such even as. like, such as, What's going on? Oh, I don't know, like all sorts of stuff. Like, <laughs> well, like angels mean, and demons fighting behind you or or what's going on? I don't see stuff in the spirit very well at all. I'm not like, I, I haven't even got a mind's eye like in the natural world. So I'm not really a seer. Um, but so, you I'm know. barely a seer of the real things, you know. <laughs> so I know that's really jargony as well, isn't it? Sorry. <laughs> but uh, no, but just in terms of like the, the bigger picture of what comes next, like I don't. Uh -huh. I think I think that's what I mean. When I say there's more going on, but yeah, there abs there probably absolutely has to be, um, you know, angels and demons and all of that stuff. Um, and some people do see those things, don't they? Um, well, I some people see Elvis. That doesn't mean they actually saw Elvis, <laughs> though. I mean, well, yeah, okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> people say all kinds of things. <laughs> true. This is you know? true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, so it's difficult. It's difficult for someone like me who who doesn't believe in the extra forces or anything that's behind you or going on. Um, so uh -huh. you you mentioned more going on as far as the big picture, though. What what is the big yeah. picture here? What what is the end? Because as far as what I read in the Bible, the mm -hmm. end goal is to have Satan almost destroy this Yahweh's favorite people, and then Yahweh will come in at the end and save everybody. That's what I'm reading. So yeah, what is the big picture to you? Yeah, that's yeah. So you 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 talk about revelation and all that good At stuff. The end. I mean, the end of it all. Yeah, but even that. So that even the interpretation of revelation until about two hundred years ago, that's mm. sort of like everything's going to get worse and worse and worse. Picture of the end time stuff that wasn't mainstream. Like until mm. I think it was the Schofield Bible in nineteen hundred and early nineteen hundreds. You might know because you've you've quite. I'm learned working it. on it right now. I got I got Barterman's new book <laughs> Armageddon, so I'm working on that. Have you read? So if you want to another, add another one to your list, there's yes. another one called, because you, you you must be an avid reader. I know you don't always, you read them all even as when you don't read As often as I can. Them. Wow. <laughs> so there's another one called um, Victorious Eschatology. Um, it's by Harold Erbley and what's his last name? Oh, Martin Trench, Dr. Martin Trench. Was he Dr. Harold Erbley? And oh, I don't know. One of them is a doctor. Both of them might be a doctor. Who knows? Um, but Harold Erbley and Martin Trench, and they've got this book called Victorious Eschatology, which actually maintains, like it talks in various bits, like about the kingdom, with Isaiah, for example, where it talks uh -huh. about, you know, the Christmas verse, um, and to us a child is born, and to us yeah. a son is given, the government should be, his kingdom shall never end. The prophecies in Daniel, where it talks about this final kingdom, the the, the alternative picture of, of end time stuff and the one that was mainstream in the in the church until like I say about 200 years ago was actually this of God's kingdom expanding of, of life getting better and better uh, and so it, it's quite different to what's pictured by I mean by massive swathes of Christianity like we yeah. you know we we, we want to and I don't I don't actually understand why I don't know whether that's because Christians want to have it as a a way to explain the stuff that's messy and you know using messy as a <laughs> metaphor for all of the evil and all the rest of it but i, I mean we're recording this easter week but in yeah. that perspective uh, i know i didn't necessarily go out until after easter but it doesn't matter because the easter story is still there but from like mm. what jesus did it's done it's finished like from his perspective and 
the bigger perspective, like Satan's already, you know, vanquished was the word that came to mind. It's a very, I don't know. Interesting. But he's still yeah. here, though. He's still around, isn't he? But I don't. So not really vanquished. Okay, so fighting a battle that he's already lost. Then um, why would? Okay, so there you go. So God is fighting a battle with the bad guy that he created. I don't know that I. I don't know that God is fighting a battle with Satan anymore because that then put put Satan and God as equals when they're not. Like Satan okay. is a, a fallen angel. He's like at best put him alongside. Oh, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> one of Archangel Michael or Gabriel, yeah, yeah. one of those dudes. Um, yeah. I mean, you're now reminding me there was a boy I taught years ago, and he was like a 15, 16 year old, and his name was Gabriel. And I was a supply, this is an aside, I was a supply teacher, um, like a substitute teacher in mm -hmm. this classroom. I walked into, did this register, da, 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 and I said, Gabrielle, it's Gabriel, miss. I'm like, oh. So every time I did the register, in my head I said, Angel, Gabriel, because yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. this, these, these 15 year olds, you don't want to inflict the wrath of the 15 year olds. No, 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 um, no. But, no, sorry, that was an aside, but just reminded me. They're ruthless. Me, they are absolutely ruthless. But no, what I, what I think is going on is more like the, whatever the opposite of birth pangs is, the after pangs of like, of Satan, Lucifer, devil, whatever you want to call him you know sort of trying to fight back a bit but actually fighting a battle that he's already lost he, he knows ultimately like he and he's read the book of revelation he knows that oh. he's finished the bit that i don't know about um and this ties back remember i said to you before that i believe ultimately god in this age or the age to come is going to love woo everybody into relationship with him yes i yes. don't know what that means for like fallen angels for example like yeah. interesting you know yeah i don't know i mean i like i, I I haven't asked God about that directly, but that's an interesting one to me. It's like, well, would given enough time, would Satan eventually, you know, be be like roll over and be like a, a puppy? <laughs> in his tummy? Weird, weird. I don't know. But you know, so he is still here, though. God is allowing him to do bad things right now. Correct. I don't know how. I'd have to go back and read Revelation again. I don't know how much of what goes on in the world is we like to over spiritualize stuff we like to assign some stuff to satan when it's not because let's be honest like we're all humanity as humans we make mistakes on our own i don't know that every single evil act can be attributed to satan um i don't know i know what you're going to say now you're going to say yeah but whether it's a little bit or all of it god's still allowing satan to be here yeah i mean um, yeah no. yeah i mean as, as a as a father who you know i try my best but i would not allow a bad guy to run rampant. Mm. I mean, especially if, if I have the power to stop him, restrain mm -hmm. him, I would do that. Mm. I, first off, I wouldn't create a bad guy that that's right off the top. I wouldn't create a bad guy. And then I wouldn't release him yeah. upon my children. And then I wouldn't be like, Oh, love me. Or the bad guy is going to get you. Oh, there goes, he's going to get you. No, you know I mean? Come on. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't add up. So how does that work for you? Yeah. Again, I, it's this, the answers you hate. It's the one, it's all part of a bigger picture that I, I don't have all the answers to. But the thing is, I recognize it. Like I said to you last time, it, this is why I definitely won't do four episodes because I get very repetitive otherwise. And you're like, oh, no, we said this before, I'm sure. Yeah. Although stuff comes out of my mouth and I forget what I've said as well, which is always good. You're fine, don't worry about it. Let's hope your audience <laughs> are equally as forgetful. Let's hope so. And that they haven't watched the previous <laughs> recently. But I have to acknowledge, like, 
there are things that I believe and things that come out of my mouth that will sound like nonsense to somebody who's not currently on that same journey. And so, and it, for me, it all comes back to trust, which I know is this flag that I wave, which is completely unsatisfactory to you. And I, and I respect that. I get that. Um, yes, I, I, I can, like last time, I cannot disagree with you. From, from my perspective, it doesn't make a lot of sense. I believe there's got to be more going on here that I understand. And I don't know whether part of that is around the, the I don't know, shaping us and, and for us to learn from. I don't really know. I mean, how many times did I say I don't know last time? Well, I love I don't know. I don't know is honestly my favorite answer. I love it. I know, but, yeah. But to, to, to have kids with cancer as mm. just a test or to make people better, people oh, no, I, don't, I talked to one yeah, lady no. who, whose daughter died and she thought that god killed her daughter to make her a better christian to no. get see that to kind of things like that. that kind of theology and that kind of like i don't agree with that at all the bit that i don't know about so yes i mean god could like click his fingers if we had them we've had that conversation already but mm-hmm. uh, and immediately eradicate cancer why doesn't he do that because of some part of the bigger picture that I don't understand, which I recognize sounds nonsensical. And there are people that do get healed, but I personally don't believe that um, somebody is, somebody's daughter is given cancer so that their mother can grow. I've got a family member who, I don't know that they still believe this, but they had several miscarriages and they had this idea, this thought that, oh, maybe maybe God knew that those babies wouldn't be in relationship with God and that's Oops. why I miscarried. I know, I'm like, no, 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 that's really <laughs> messed up. That, yeah. you know. I, I know, and unfortunately, there are there are we huge proponents of people who call themselves Christians who peddle some really messed up stuff. I mean, yeah. the the way that I came to know Jesus was messed up. It was all hellfire and brimstone. That's not the way that God wants to be known by us. And I guess because God lets us write the story, we have we don't get it right a lot of the time. But I think we're getting better. There are more there are more of us who are having these conversations. Like, do you actually you know? let god's love and the father's heart and all that sort of stuff um there's still a long way to go but i i think i want to believe that we're getting better and better but i know well, I, mean, I, I see us maturing as a species um yeah. i see a lot of people fighting back against that maturing um progression <laughs> people don't like to progress with things they mm. like to regress for some reason doesn't make mm. any sense to me um but i see i see it as a good thing and i see it just as, as a natural thing not as right. a as a God coming in and going, okay, now you do a little bit better, do a little bit better. If God mm-hmm. was going to come in and and, and do something, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I think it would be more noticeable. Like, holy right. cow! Now all of a sudden, I don't know. I just can't think. Of, like Saddam Hussein's a great guy. All of a sudden, you know, he's sorry for yeah. all of this stuff. You know, things like that. Or yeah, we, we can go to the Passover, which it is today. I think Passover Day, mm-hmm. uh, one of the most disgusting holidays. I think. Uh, I don't know why anybody would want to celebrate such a horrible day. Um, mm. Yeah, but I, yeah, do you not yeah. think that potentially, if I mean, if ultimately humans are made in God's image, and that mm. this part of this maturity and and growing as as people, that could be God, like part of that process. I know you don't believe it is, but like that could be God, part of that process. But he, for whatever reason, huh. yes, he does. Like he, he has this outside voice that's loud and shouty, but that still small whisper is his inside voice that's his relationship voice isn't it so it's more him showing up and doing the big stuff like i've had examples of god doing stuff that was big in my life not like saddam hussein big or like you know (laughs) so i have had experiences where he has showed up and shown off um even relatively recently um and so he does show up and do stuff but it i don't you're right it's not always in the way we expect it to be 
But what I mean, what, what I'm saying is like, how can you tell the difference between natural and supernatural? That's basically where I'm getting at. How, how can you tell by just natural progression versus God intervening slowly or slightly? You know, how, how do you how do you decipher that? I don't know that there's necessarily a it's a good question. I don't know. I don't know that there's necessarily the same distinction for like if you look at the Jewish people, they didn't have like a spiritual life and a physical life. It was all just life. So if we are if we're made in God's image, we're automatically supernatural. You could make you laughing. It's all just <laughs> life. I like that. <laughs> so but like you could maintain like I mean, I would maintain that every single child that your wife bore to you or every baby that I gave birth to was a miracle in itself. We like to put things in boxes and yet Yes, I know I said earlier on that we can't attribute everything to Satan. And so I get, I'm guilty of it as well. It's dualism. So I, you know, I don't know. There isn't any, I haven't got a neat answer to what you're saying. I think sometimes if some, like I've had occasions where like, okay, some of your audience at this point are going to laugh because they laughed in the comments last time where <laughs> well, I have conversations with God and, yes. um, I, I, I was weak laughing, like, sorry, that weak is a really Welsh expression. I sounded really Welsh then, but I did, I'm not apologizing for that. There was, but there was an expression in the comments, some of the comments that said, oh God, she couldn't remember what God said about, about the flood, because if God's like what she sounds like, he must talk like, I was, oh, I mean, laugh a lot. Don't read really, the comments, Elle. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But, and I did for days afterwards, like I could, when the one said about, well, they never reflect, I'm like, but I am reflecting. I almost came back and commented out, no, 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 don't. It's not gonna, mm. this is not gonna end well. Um, what was my point though? Oh yes conversations with God so there yes. has been occasions where something has happened I'm like okay God like or maybe I've had like an idea pop, an idea has popped in my head I'm like is that me God is that you yes. like you know and sometimes the uh, the idea is so like left of field I'm like that's got to be God because that's crazy but for me it's about the relationship and so the more that I do life with God and he shows up and stuff happens it, those those lines become a bit sort of blurry and a bit less. I mean, there there are people who will drive around the supermarket and they'd be like, "Okay, help me help me find a parking space, God." They find a yeah. parking space. Like, yeah. Thank you, God. And yeah. someone like you will be just like, "Well, no, no. It's because if you drive around the parking space enough times, around the park <laughs> enough time, yeah. somebody is going yeah. to leave." Then Eventually. I would say, well, "Yes." And at the same time, but maybe they were graced with supernatural patience to go a second time around the around the supermarket car park. You know, well. we can. <laughs> But we can over-spiritualize everything, but we can under-spiritualize everything too, can't we? But like Naturalize. If... We can naturalize everything because that's all we have is the natural. So that's where I go. I mean, I, I, I'm glad you brought up the talking with God again because I have been thinking about this. And so what I did was I went and I did the L approach, as far okay. as I can tell, the L approach. So I, okay. I emptied my head and then I allowed God in. He, he was in there. Like I visualized this, me sitting inside my head, just waiting for God to show up. God comes inside. Okay. Yahweh's in there. And he says, hello, Michael. And I ask him, all right, well, why did you drown the kids in the flood? Mm -hmm. Well, because I wanted to. That was his answer. So I kicked <laughs> him out. I said, get out of here. I don't need a child killer in my head that just wants to drown children. No, thank you. So I tried different gods. I tried Shiva. Shiva just sat there and drooled and that didn't work out so well. Shiva had to get out of there. Uh, then I tried Spider-Man. Spider-Man sat there and he gave me great advice. He was just, right. you know, trust yourself, believe in yourself, do the best you can. Oh, man, mm -hmm. thanks, Spider-Man. Oh, make a left here. Okay, I'll make a left here. Oh, avoided some traffic, you know, but that doesn't mean Spider-Man's actually helping me out. That just means I've created this character of Spider-Man in my head, and now I'm conversing mm -hmm. with this character. And mm -hmm. it's all my own thoughts. Mm -hmm. But I can, I can um, pretend, I guess is the word I'm looking for, pretend that the thoughts that he's coming up with are mm -hmm. different than my own thoughts. But mm -hmm. I know. It's all just a story and, and, and fantasy is going on in my head. 
So how do you differ? But what if it's not? Like, what if? Uh-huh. What this if some great. of those? I don't know. I'm just thinking off the top of my head. No pun intended. But like, <laughs> what? Because I don't remember where it is. But like, with you know, somewhere in the Bible, you might know where it is. It talks hmm. about. You know, so we know that Jesus is God. God is Jesus. Like you know, God. Jesus is the exact representation of God, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So when it talks about um, in Christ you live and breathe and move, you have and have your very being. That means in God. So like, and that's not something that's said just to people who like me who say they are friends with Jesus. That's includes everybody. So what if this world that we're moving about in, you're actually already moving about in like this. Oh, that, okay, a murky bowl of soup is the picture that comes to mind. <laughs> what if you're swimming through soup and the soup uh-huh. is God? And so it, actually, if you if <laughs> if you're already God is soup, I love this. This is good. Go ahead. <laughs> this is just a, a picture. It's an analogy, but uh-huh. or a fish bowl. Think I've got a fish tank opposite me that you can't see. I'm actually very glad you can't see it because I need to clean it. But I if the water, the room, the same thing. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. My, these two fish, like I, they should be dead by now. No life expectancy. <laughs> well, according to the internet, their life expectancy is 18 months. We we did the work in our wow. kitchen back in summer of 2020 so they are on borrowed time i don't know what's going on there (laughs) clearly a bit of bugs is good for you maybe i don't know anyway i digress perhaps the fish tank is a better analogy than a murky bowl of soup because actually murky soup doesn't taste nice does it so the fish tank so the fish is swimming around the fish tank Uh and it's swimming in the water like if the water is god it has its its whole being its whole world albeit a very small one because it's not a very big tank its whole world is is god and so what if what if every conversation you have potentially you know god is in some of those conversations i recognize you're going to say yeah but how do i know which ones are god and i and i understand that how do you know it's not spider-man yeah because spider-man is a fictional character isn't he so is god in your opinion (laughs) see see how that goes see in your opinion spider-man's not real but i created spider-man in my head and he's very real to me we have conversations we hang out Okay, so maybe God is maybe God is looking and showing up like Spider Man in your head because he knows that you like Spider Man, and so he's meeting you. Where you knew I was going to say that, did you? I I was waiting for it to come up. (laughs) (laughs) But it's possible. We don't know, and I know we laugh and we joke because, like, we're like on opposite sort of like planes with this. But I love the fact that we can still have a fun conversation about it. It's just it's great. Um, But it could be, couldn't it? So, like, I do believe that God meets people where they're at. And so, for me, after my sort of scared at hell moment when I was twelve or thirteen, I actually was loved into relationship with God through a Bible weight loss course. And Mm. so, like, because I've always been quite curvy, and and so. I've got a friend then, again, I apologize if I've told this story before, but I've got a friend who got to know God through really deep, big questions. And I'm like, I'm not a big, deep questions kind of girl. I'm probably on the wrong podcast as a result, but hey, no, you, you asked me twice. So. <laughs> but, you know, so God does meet us where we're at. Um, but yeah, the, the first, you know, voice in your head that you kicked out that said, because I wanted to. Yeah. See, that would be me. If I was having that conversation with God, okay, you say you wanted to, God, but the, yeah. you're, you are love, and that doesn't sound loving. So what do you right. mean you wanted to? I'd have asked follow-up questions. I'm not yeah. sure that I would have immediately kicked him out because, yeah. you know, it's conversation. Well, into that. So oh, okay. if, if, if he said he wanted to, which uh, 100% he wanted to, otherwise uh-huh. he would not have done it. So he Except wanted to what if it him. didn't go down the way that it's recorded in the Bible? Okay, so he he didn't drown the kids? What if, yeah, what if it, because this is one of the pieces that was explored a little bit in that book I was reading, huh. is actually what if God knew there was going to be some natural disaster that was going to flood 
you know, the, the world. Uh -huh. And therefore he warned uh, Noah. I almost forgot Noah's name then. He warned <laughs> Noah. Noah pleaded with people to come, uh, you know, and to be safe from it all. So, and so actually, what if it wasn't ever God's intention? I don't know, you know, and yes, I Weird. know it says in the Bible, yeah. God said, I'm really sick of humanity. But again, this is, but this is why regret I come back to this. Regret making them, regret making them. And then how did Noah warn everybody on the planet? Did he have a megaphone? Did he have an internet? Yeah, I mean, some people don't even necessarily know. They don't believe. I mean, the, again, this is, uh, there's so many different people who believe different things. Some people don't believe it was necessarily like a, a flood that covered the whole world, do they? It was like, not. No. Yeah. It there was you go. a local flood. Yeah. Right. So therefore he could have warned everybody, but actually if, um, there was another thorn, it floated away. I know what it was. Um, uh, no, I don't. Yes, I do. Okay. Sorry. Brain. It's, it's quite late in the evening. Spider-Man's helping you out. <laughs> <laughs> but if, if ultimately we go back to the bit we talked about earlier on that actually Jesus is the ultimate picture of who God is. And so we, okay, God, that you and you that the story that we're being told that you those things that you said you said or sorry those things that moses said you said they don't sound like jesus they don't sound like love what if that means god didn't actually say it what if it was man trying to unpack like the bible is true it reveals the truth of god or it reveals the truth of man's lies as they try and work out who god is what if i don't know like what if what if it never went down the way that it's described and i recognize that yeah so i mean I mean, if, if there's so many what ifs sure I, but life's I, full of what ifs you I, love questions are great i do i love what ifs but if 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 a truth is full of what ifs i tend not to believe it i tend to toss okay. it aside as malarkey i mean that's i'm not gonna go with something that has too many questions too many unsolved mysteries but um, i'm not gonna see that as true Across all the different civilizations have got different flood narratives, haven't they? Not just Correct. Christianity. Yeah, they've got, there's all kinds of different narratives from all kinds of different things. We even have, we, we've got um, serpents from different tales doing different things as far as uh, everlasting life and shedding of the skin and whatnot. But I mean, it all kind of ties into together. These are all very similar stories throughout history. Um, yeah. Gilgamesh is a, is a flood story that predates the the biblical flood story right. so was yeah. that the original flood was god a part of that was gilgamesh actually noah i mean there's so many unanswered questions and I, i'm not going to take it as truth i just i can't accept it as as, as as being what happened you know That's so i do want to dive into the passover since it is the passover and we haven't okay. talked about that so do yeah. you believe this is a an event that happened Regardless of, it, it, not exactly like it says in the Bible, I'm sure you wouldn't agree that, but is it an event that happened? Um, it's an event. Well, so in turn, when you pass over when there was all the, he killed the firstborn of all the. Yes. And, yeah. Well, yeah. you jumped right into okay. that one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you okay. know me so well. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> um, yes. And yes. And no, I don't know. So like. For me, my understanding of Passover was about gathering people together. It's part of that whole new covenant piece. Hmm. Um, the angel of death piece. I, I do. I believe it actually happened the way. Did you ask me? Do I believe whether it happened the way the way it went down? Well, yeah. Does it? I mean, does it? What do you do? You believe it happened at all? Um, well, second off, it does not say angel of death. It says the Lord came down. Okay. So yeah, I mean my translation, anyways. So okay. Go ahead. Sorry. Okay. No, it's fine. Um, <laughs> Yeah. So, it, I mean, the, the Jewish people, you, they celebrate it every year, don't they? As a, as a sort of a, a glorious piece that they, you know, of their history, but I don't know how much of that is a way that they, you know, 
the stories that they wrote to make sense of a really difficult time in their history. Mm. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know if it went down the way it went down because I wasn't there. Uh, mm. And so I don't know. I know it's important to them. And so therefore I would show respect for that. Um, but jumping straight back into the messy bit about God then killing all the firstborn babies, mm. I don't believe that could have gone down the way that it's recorded in the Bible because that's not love. You know, there has, yeah. like I said to you last Definitely time, Definitely not love. <laughs> no, exactly. There has to be more going on there. So whether that more going on there is, so I don't know. I don't know what that looks like. I'm not, I, I don't know. Interesting. Um, but I know it's important to them and they've built it in, in as part of their tradition and part of, you know, of what, of what they celebrate every, yeah. every year. Um, yeah. That's right. my well, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> So I mean, I mean, are there any parts of it that you do find are true? Like, oh, I mean, is there Passover. anything in there? The Passover, yeah. yeah well, I mean, the, I believe that they did gather together and they did kill a lamb because that lamb was meant to be like a foreshadowing of Jesus. Those, um, well, those people. <laughs> okay, your face. I hear this all the time. Here's all the time. Uh, okay. It's a foreshadow of Jesus, but these people never saw Jesus. Not once. They died generations no. passed before anybody saw jesus whatsoever so yes, to have them killing things as a context. foreshadow they well, never no okay so it wasn't a for they it wasn't a foreshadow for them but with the benefit of hindsight it becomes there's loads of stuff like some of the psalms of david i think uh-huh. is it which is the one that jesus quotes at the cross my god my god why have you forsaken me you like forsaken that, me? that there's things in there where he talks about um oh you can see my bones there's loads of stuff in there which is like prof- it, prophetic and pointing to how Jesus died, David wouldn't have known that at the time. It's only then them standing at the foot of the cross that well, they could go well, on. I mean, did did the people who wrote the New Testament have the Old Testament? Oh, yeah, they knew it. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't have been... Sort so of, it's just kind of like Harry Potter 2 mentioning stuff from Harry Potter 1 at that point. We have the records of it. We can continue this story if we would like because we know what this person said. Oh, that sounds like something nice let's put that over here and put that over here and la 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 oh jesus said this because i like this verse so jesus said this verse you know i mean how do you know that's not exactly what happened and none of it is true and it's all rubbish i mean that will that could be a conclusion that people draw to if they want to but ultimately for me like i believe that what jesus said is true and so that like jesus is god and so i read it from that starting point but the people who are standing at the foot of the cross when you have this face that goes oh i don't believe any of the words you're saying it's absolutely <laughs> fine we can agree to disagree we're um, still a fun conversation <laughs> yeah no it's all good um but like to so the people at the foot of the cross because this is one of the pieces when i can't say it in aramaic or whatever but that mm. phrase that's you know that's translated my my god my god why have you forsaken me lots of people take that and go oh at the cross you know god abandoned his son i'm like but that's not actually what happened he was quoting the the opening of oh, i forget which psalm it was i don't even have a, yeah, i could give i, I know, what you're I talking know. About, yeah, yeah 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 but if you read that entire psalm that whole entire psalm it finishes by saying that he was never abandoned leaving aside the fact that again well I say, it never I says say, jesus though that psalm never once mentions jesus by name but Jesus mentions himself by name by quoting it. They had this Jewish tradition. Um, you've had rabbis on. I'm sure they probably told this law of first mention thing. So when they, they because they knew their 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 um, scriptures so well, you would if somebody quoted the first line of a psalm, they would know the whole psalm. So in him by him saying that one opening line of that psalm, because he never referred to God the father as God, apart from when he quoted that Psalm, the rest of the time he referred to him as my father. Mm -hmm. So I don't see him as being abandoned. I mean, you leaving aside the fact that 
I mean, this is the Trinity, which you're going to raise your eyebrows at, but Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, they're three (laughs) in one. Like you, you couldn't physically separate them anyway, because they're all one being. So the idea that like God, the father could somehow like leave God, the son doesn't even like work anyway, but part leaving that aside, I don't see Jesus quoting that as him saying, why did you forsake me? He's referencing them back to that Psalm. And that Psalm ends by saying that I would never be forsaken. I don't know how we got onto that point. I don't know either, but that was fun. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But Jesus identified himself, didn't he? So those, some of those, I mean, sometimes, um, where is it where he goes into the is it when he goes into the temple or there's bits in there where it talks about like oh he, he his family moved um to egypt and and mm. when they were called out of egypt when he was a little boy that fulfills this prophecy so there are times when the new testament will remind us that's why it fulfills it the people who but, wrote the new testament try and match things up with the old testament that's 100 yeah, but they don't see. but they're not all one author it's not like jk rowling who wrote the whole thing no, is it true of, you know so therefore there's you've got so for example like the across the four gospels i mean mark and is it mark and matthew mark borrowed from matthew a little bit i'm not quite sure but matthew uh, borrowed from mark matthew borrowed from mark there you go Thank i think you mark too. was the oldest and they all borrowed from from there and they just kind of made their own thing luke made that really crazy uh john kind of <laughs> took his own route uh, but yeah, yeah but yeah. john was jesus's favorite so maybe he had in like in well, insights. i don't know but anyway <laughs> but the reason what's interesting to me and the point i was trying to was, was getting to in a roundabout kind of way mm-hmm. you've got these four, four gospel accounts even if they spoke to each other and whatever there's enough there's two interesting things in there for me they're interesting to me they might not be interesting to you or your audience mm-hmm. but we're gonna say i'm gonna say anyway but um because you invited me to be here but there's two <laughs> there's two things i get really interested when the accounts are not exactly the same because mm-hmm. that leads me to think well actually it makes it less likely that they copied each other. They're, you know, they're writing the gospels, you know, was it 50 years after it actually happened? Um, And so they might not be remembering it. But then the other piece, some of the important stuff, they do line up. So like there's, all of the gospels have the Palm Sunday story to to want it, the better word. All of the gospels have Jesus dying on the cross. Like they, there's They have the major, the the, the key points. They have the key points. But when you see the, the different versions like that, that leaves me to believe that it's less reliable. Do you think? As opposed to the opposite. Isn't um, it just, it would be like, no, to, to me, see, it's no different to say, like, I'm looking out of the street now uh-huh. and then, oh, okay, I'll give you an example, actually. <laughs> About a month ago, I bumped my car into the back of another car um, and it, yeah, no, and nobody <laughs> got hurt. It was fine. But if you'd have been somebody standing, for me, sitting where I was behind the wheel, mm-hmm. I've replayed it over in my mind a few times. And to me, it felt like the car in front of me went to go and changed his mind. I thought he was going to go, which is why I went and then smack into the back of him. If you were to ask the driver of that car what happened from his perspective, he'd have a different story because his perspective is different. My, If you've got somebody standing on the pavement watching it, they might tell it a slightly different way. Which of those is true? They are. I would maintain they're all true, but they're all different perspectives according to where they're standing. Now, if you would ask me to tell you that story in 50 years' time, then, you know, but... Yeah. Yes, it can get messy, but that's where, the, you know, you've you two Timothy 316 bit. God is, you know, Holy Spirit is inspiring them, helping them, you know, one would assume nudging their memories a little bit along the way. I don't know. Well, I kind of went to the Total Recall thing and then I, uh, the original Total Recall was great. The remake was terrible. 
So that's kind of what I'm seeing with with these these original stories. They've got they've got stories. They're like total recall. They've got they've got certain things that happen. He goes to Mars. He has to remember things. Blah blah blah. And then you get the the remake, which is shit, but it has the same key points. You know, it's got he goes to Mars. He, he remembers shit. People try and kill him. We have to have those same points for that story to to be the original story still. So that's kind of what I'm seeing here is they're taking from an original Mark, which Mark is taking from an original we don't we don't have, and okay. and then changing it to fit their narrative to, to a different director a different writer you know all oh, this is what it's going to happen and luke and man i'm telling you luke is just the one that goes right off the edge he's got the craziest but things in there i thought my understanding of it like matthew was writing to a jewish audience whereas luke was from that to a gentile they're, audience they're all writing to different audiences exactly, yeah. exactly. so therefore they will pick out certain bits of reasons. the story in order to like even even those like long genealogies that most of us like gloss over because you know um they're words that we can't say they're but important actually, though because they're contradictions as well there's there's things missing out of there one's from mary one's supposed to be from mary one's from joseph and joseph's not even related to jesus so how is that the same bloodline it doesn't even matter it doesn't, doesn't make sense anyways but it shows that this to me it's see this is why i love filters is how you like read stuff it just changes everything so to me all of those names although it's a great big list of names and gets a bit boring it shows me that everybody's important but I also, as an aside, as a woman, I love the fact that you've got Rahab the prostitute in there. You've got Esther in there, who's who was, you know, there's people in 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 Jesus's direct bloodline who were, you know, foreign born and all the rest of it. So to me, I just think that's brilliant. And it just goes to people who want to say, oh, well, women are not important. And, you know, oh, we shouldn't let foreigners into our country and all of that stuff. And yes. like, let's, you know, yeah, piff. yeah exactly. <laughs> um, my, my, but to my point, my understanding of that was that I think one of the genealogies is described a certain way because it's for a Jewish audience, whereas the other one is for the Gentile or something. I'm not quite sure. Um, but right, and giving stories and giving examples that that audience would then understand better. Yeah. Yeah. But it doesn't make it not true. It, for it doesn't me, make it, it true either. I mean, I would maintain it's true because there's stories of Jesus, but I recognize that wouldn't be good. <laughs> that's not convincing for me for some reason. No, that's fair right. enough. <laughs> so well, we got dive into the, the death and resurrection of Jesus real quick here. So okay. do you find that to be a love story? Yes. And why? Why? Because it was Jesus, I mean, God going like, this is how much I love you. Um, there was nothing that will stand in the way. I know you're going to go to me, but why did God need his son to die? God didn't need his son to die. That okay. That's that's not the way it played out. Um, but he... Did he want I mean, look his at son the, to die? Pardon? Did he want his son to die? Did he want his son to die? No. Did he allow his son to die? Yes. So you could go... I mean, ultimately, all of these things... I mean, like everything we've spoken about, the fact that God allows something, you ha he ultimately has responsibility. Of course he does, which I recognize is not a, a suitable answer for some people. So you talked about, um, you know, we talked about people having cancer. Can we ultimately blame God for cancer because he allowed any cure, could cure everybody? Yes. Um, did, did God allow Jesus to die? Yes, absolutely. But I don't see Jesus as being this like sort of like with a gun to his head. Like it was, was it he was, created for that purpose. He wasn't created. He always is. Okay. Well, I mean, he had to have. The Holy Spirit impregnated a woman, or well, a woman, a girl. Okay. We don't so know was how he old made, she was. So what you mean off. is, did he come as a man for the sole purpose of dying? Yes. He came as a man um, for the sole purpose of of showing humanity who God is. Well, I mean. And then ulti <laughs> yes, ultimately, look at that. Face yes, again. ultimately. I mean, this is all part of the plan. 
he 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 had sacrifices in the old testament he didn't like them they weren't good enough for him he didn't like the blood the only blood that's going to be good enough for him is his own blood in the form of his kid so he can take that magical blood that special blood sacrifices were never what god actually wanted that was never god's plan yeah then why did he set it up with cain and abel if he never wanted it, uh-huh. and if it was never good enough for him, mm-hmm. why did he set it up with Cain and Abel? And then in never, Malachi, he spends half of the chap after the the book complaining of the sacrifices are are damaged, the crushed testicles, and and he's so mad because the, it's not good enough for him. Would you give this to your governor? Would he respect you if you gave him this? Like all those things. He really. But what if it was about heart posture? What if it was never about the way? Because again, and this he takes missed the back... point. He completely missed the point when he's complaining in Malachi about the the gross and, if, and diseased again, animals. But again, what hmm. if what if that the stuff some of the stuff that we attribute to is how God was reacting? What hmm. if that was never how God was reacting? <laughs> what if God was never there? There's a lot well, of what yeah. ifs. We're just throwing a lot of what ifs okay. out here. I love the okay. what ifs. We're going to call this episode "What If." That's what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no. So, but for me, the whole Cain and Abel thing, because you're yeah. quite right. You read that and you go, "That doesn't seem really very fair." Like Cain was a no, gardener, so he yeah. bought veggies. Abel was a was a sheep. Well, I don't know if it was a sheep farm. He was a animal farmer, so he yeah. bought animals. Like, how is the dude meant to know? But yeah. actually, what? So therefore, I'm like, well, what if it's about heart posture and less about what they actually brought? Because later on, is it in Isaiah or somewhere where God talks about, you know, sacrifices I never wanted? It, you know, it, the, the true sacrifice is how you treat um, widows and orphans, and uh, I'm paraphrasing terribly, mm. but it's about how you how you treat people. It's not about mm. um, the sacrifices per se. So I don't see I don't see um, I don't see it as being God going, oh, well, I didn't like the animal blood. I only want my blood because that just doesn't, <laughs> that's doesn't how it reads. It doesn't me. sound loving. It doesn't sound loving. Well, no, it, sure. it doesn't. And it also just sounds, see, because for me, like God is love. And then we have in 1 Corinthians 13, this description of what love is. And so oh, I often read yes. that then as, okay, so it says love is patient. Love is kind. Love mm-hmm. is not easily angered. We can insert God is patient. God is kind. God is not easily angered. I know you might not choose to do that, but that's like. Well, I've read the Bible. I mean, Adam and Eve, uh, Sephira, that, that whole story there, the guy who um, didn't impregnate his daughter-in-law or sister-in-law. And but again, this is. No then, patience and, there. Yeah. But see, this is, and this is. I agree with you. And this is why so many bits of it are frustrating to me. I'm going like, it doesn't make sense. But that's why it's this, and it's again, it's, it's still a journey that I'm on. But I'm like, actually, what if so much of this stuff didn't go down the way that that it's directly written? And You're it almost was, there. You're almost there. It didn't I? go down the way it was written. Yes, true. Now, okay. we can, we can, we, and there's people, and you know that it was people getting it wrong. Yes. Just trying to figure the life out, trying to figure out the world around them. And and at this time, there were gods and demons and, and all kinds of things everywhere. Right. So, I mean, it's just naturally that's what they're going to put down is that they're talking to God. And it's going to. But know, yes, but that doesn't mean that God around. wasn't there. What if it's actually again, it will be called the what if episode. Absolutely. But what if <laughs> what if some of this stuff that they've, uh, they're articulating is them trying to make sense of the world? And bearing in mind, like none of this stuff. 
really to me at least none of this stuff really makes sense until you see it through that lens of jesus and so yeah. until until we have jesus kind of on the, showing up on the scene i'm sorry but i'm going to wave my jesus flag a lot i love it do it <laughs> yeah like and i know it's not one that's satisfactory to you i understand that and i respect that and at the same time we could just agree to disagree yes. but if, if ultimately it's about humanity's attempt to to muddle forward so for example um did we have was it abraham i think it was Abraham. so abraham's lot at the time they were like they were sacrificing you know um children and killing all sorts of all these different gods and actually no no we're actually their understanding of it okay instead of doing that we're going to do that really lovely thing called circumcision which to me is a tiny little thing and i'm wincing on your behalf no i don't know but it's it's their developing picture of trying to understand god as he actually wants to be known by them who he actually is but we don't see that properly until we until we get to jesus which i know is a huge swathe of history but at the that same God time, God just allows people to get it wrong for hundreds of years. But He's gently nudging them along towards the rightness. And if Why ultimately, not just come up and say, "Hey, you got it wrong. Don't sacrifice they, these animals." The last time He invited them to do that, they were too scared and they ran away. He tried that. Don't you remember Moses? <laughs> he knows a way to do it where they wouldn't be scared. What does He? Because those Israelites coming out of Egypt, he invited them into relationship. That's why I maintain religion was, let's not, that was never God's invention. Like relationship was always the invitation from God. That's what he asked, come and come and hang out with me. And they were like, no, 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 we're scared. You, Moses, you tell us what to do. And thus the law was born. Like Interesting. So God <laughs> knew that they would be scared if he said it a certain way, but he did it anyways. So why would God scare them on purpose? I don't think he did scare them on purpose. Well, he could have done it a way it wouldn't have scared them, right? But could he have done, given the journey that he probably, I don't know, could the journey that they'd been on, they spent hundreds and hundreds of years. You could also call this the I don't know episode if you want to. That'd be a subtitle. You could, <laughs> what if I don't know? <laughs> yeah, they'd spent hundreds and hundreds of years in captivity, mm -hmm. slaves. I don't know that, yes, given enough time, they could have heard God as he wants to be known. And that's what we've got. We've got this passage of time and eventually Jesus shows up and, you know, and we move forward and here we are today. But it, for all I know, God in his all knowing, maybe there wasn't a way that those people could receive him directly as he wanted to be known in that, in that way at that time. Hmm. I wouldn't have done it. I mean, if I knew it was going to scare them and push them away from me, my kids, same thing, I wouldn't have done it. I, I would have chose a better route. But they I mean, still, they still had communication with him it wasn't necessarily his um his first choice in communication but say for example if one of my kids and i can't take credit for this analogy i heard this in a video literally this morning but if one of my kids said to me okay mum, from now on i only want to communicate with you via text message i mean they would never do it because i'd send voice notes and it would drive them crazy but imagine they did <laughs> and i would i would hate that like it would be really really hurtful but i would communicate with them through text message and 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 hmm. and all that time be wooing them back into actual let's have let's have a proper conversation i wouldn't just go oh well if you only want to talk to me through text message and don't want to talk to me face to face i'm not going to speak to you that's to me that's what i see god doing when they said okay we we, we don't want to talk to you face to face we we want moses to tell us what to do that wasn't god's first choice but he met them where he was at because he's playing the long game and goes okay i'll do it the way you want and then he's nudging them along little by little and then jesus shows up and then Ta-da! Well, maybe Jesus should have showed up earlier to help them with the ah, confusion. Now, that is one I did have a conversation with God about. I remember what oh, he said. Because yeah. I did, actually, this is last year or the year before sometime. Maybe it was last year. I don't remember the date. It doesn't matter. I said to God, there's a massive long stretch of time between the 
you know, the, even if you don't believe in like evolution, but regardless of how long you think the world took to be made, even if you believe in a relatively young earth, it's still thousands and thousands of years. It's thousands and thousands of years from the earth to be made until Jesus comes along. There's literally, well, not literally, because it's not an exact number, but about 2000 years, which from our perspective is another huge swathe of time. That's Why didn't you have Jesus come sooner? And he said, I didn't have Jesus come sooner because there are people who otherwise would not have been born. And he said, every single person that has been born from the year dot all the way through until the end of the age to come, all of those people make a difference and matter for eternity. That's why they. That's why he didn't come any sooner. And look at your little skeptical face. It would have been easier if he just started us all in heaven. That would have been a lot easier than this whole charade where we've got murder, rape, kids with cancer, all these horrible, horrible things that we have to live through just so we can wait for God's plan to be finished. But it was about relationship it's about free choice like you you can't magically if you if you twist somebody's arm into loving you i know it's the free will card and you don't like it when that one's played but like uh, we or, or you've got some really clever retort no, go, ahead, go ahead go ahead but no you're gonna let me dig myself a hole and then you're gonna go well, ha, it's, but, it's how it works no, on the show like, well you know that <laughs> yeah yeah it's okay <laughs> Um, but like, if I don't even remember what I was saying now, for the free will one, like if you've got to force people into loving you, it's not love, is it? Yeah. Yeah. And if so giving them an ultimatum, love me or burn in hell. That's not love either. Yeah. But we already know that I don't necessarily yeah. agree with that ultimatum that's anyway. Too. That's true. I have that written right here. As a matter of fact, but I did want to dive <laughs> into the Jesus thing a little bit more uh, before we head okay. out here. Um, the resurrection part of it. Yes. So that happened, right? As far as. Yes. You believe so so god died did god actually die die or did he just kind of go to sleep or just cease to exist for a little bit and then come back in three days how does that work for you his body that that he used to walk around on the earth ceased to be anymore but i don't it's the same when we as human as humans humanity i mix humanity and humans i love us as humans humans Humans, humans, yeah. Us as humans, us as don't make me say um, Canada is what I said the other day instead of Canada. Um, humans, when we die, I mean, I would maintain animals too, but that's because I've had pets that I love. But humans, when they die, they don't just cease from from the perspective of like what we, like us, the people that love them. Yes, they're dead, but they they don't die forever. The essence that makes them them. So yes, his body stopped breathing it ceased to exist and whatever but that doesn't mean that god died in the sense that he he disappeared off the off the planet yeah. for three days so um, nothing happened to god he was fine i mean his <laughs> jesus did die like he well, physically body, went through, pardon his body died but he didn't die did jesus yes. actually die he did die in the same way that if i shot myself in the head i would die but he's god god can't die he can because he was fully human <laughs> here's where the math comes in fully 100 human and 100 god right is that where we're going yeah but i don't yes but and i can't explain how that's possible yeah, that, but yeah that's because it's illogical <laughs> you can't be 100 of something and then 100 of something else it's, it's just that's not how math works um so okay. I, I mean I, help me understand this help me wrap my head around it god <laughs> is in the body he's a, he's a yes. jesus Right. And then this, this body goes around, this body dies, but God yes. is still alive. So God never yeah. died, just the body. Yes. In the same way that if I shot myself in the head, my body would die. But L, the thing that makes me me, I'm glad to say my body is not what makes me be. My body is a bit. 
you know what makes me me is this pardon what did he sacrifice at that point if he didn't actually die just this body which was going to die anyways and it's pointless i mean it's we're all spirits apparently going to heaven or hell or wherever we go and 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 so what was the point of this ultimate sacrifice if he didn't really even sacrifice anything well he still had to go through a really horrible death but i think the the whole dying thing he like he went down into hades or whatever it's called and the place that he made and controls okay and then pre (laughs) and (laughs) preach the gospel and 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 all of that good stuff but isn't isn't him dying on the cross it's there as a representation of him him dying so that we don't have to like that kind of like pardon i think it's pointless and disgusting okay as a as a parent i would not require death from my kids I would not require them to kill anything to me. I would not require them to 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 ask for forgiveness in such a way. Now, but he he didn't know. Hang on, let's back up. Right. I think this is important. God didn't need Jesus to die on the cross for people to be forgiven because exactly. Jesus went. But well, they, they didn't. Jesus went around forgiving people all the time. Yes. yes, that's why they got so cross with him. That's why they stuck him on the cross. Yes, they yes. so it, God <laughs> doesn't require. Hmm. They got cross with him. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, but Broom. they didn't. <laughs> yeah, so he, so Jesus, so if Jesus is God, which I believe he is, and mm-hmm. you know, we're going to just suspend yeah. disbelief for those of you who don't. Yeah, yeah. So God didn't need Jesus to die for 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 forgiveness. Yes. What if the cross is more about this representation of actually, this is how much I love you. I will do this in your place because I love you. And it's more about rec- allowing us to see actually how loving God is. And um, so we can forgive ourselves so that we can be, you know, reconciled into relationship with God. Like God didn't go anywhere. He didn't stop loving people um, oh. prior to the cross. It wasn't like Jesus had to die. Oh, oh, okay. Now I can, now I can love you. Now I can forgive people. Well, Hebrews 9, 22, without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. He is capable of doing it without the bloodshed. We saw Jesus do it. He did it with uh, David and uh, Bathsheba area way back mm-hmm. when we'll, we'll get there to a quick question about that. Uh, okay. But he is able to do it. So I see the death as kind of pointless. You, you mentioned just to show people, that this is how much he cares, but ah, ooh, man, there's so many other ways to do it that it's not so bloody and violent and pointless. Um, I just, I don't see it as a necessary thing. I see it obviously as disgusting and not necessary. Um, mm-hmm. Could he have chosen a better way? Well, like cupcakes us... and balloons, you mean? Well, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> but I mean, if Jesus doesn't die, let's let's just <laughs> pretend that Jesus did not die would God still be able to forgive mankind for pissing yes. them off? Yes. Yes. Now, how? what sounds better? Just being able to forgive people, showing them that you love them by forgiving them, mm-hmm. or creating a copy of yourself and killing it to show them how much you care? But isn't what happens, the whole thing that started all the way back with the, with evil and the devil and all the rest of it, isn't some of the stuff that happened at the cross around is defeating death, defeating Satan, defeating all of the evil? Like, isn't that, to a, that's, I mean, there's, there are lots and lots of different, like, do they call it atonement theory or this theory of what happened at the cross? And this more recent, um, oh, is it John Calvin who gave us, penal substitution whatever Mm. angry god stuff um like that that's really popular and mainstream because of 
history, I suppose. But again, that wasn't the original, you know, go back pre 200 years ago, they, their view of the cross was around defeating Satan, um, undoing all of the, you know, the evil in the world. That's the stuff that happens at the cross. And you have a whole other question. I just, like, like, why, can, why does he need to kill himself to defeat Satan? So we just, we just keep going back himself. to the same thing. He'd rather kill himself than kill people. What about Satan? What about the bad guy? Why, why create the bad guy? Why let him loose? Why have to kill yourself because of this bad guy that you created on purpose and let him loose on purpose? Knowing exactly what he's going to do, I don't. it doesn't make sense to me. That doesn't add up. No. But I don't know. See, the whole... Uh, you, God would have made the angels hmm. knowing that Satan would do that. Well, just don't make that one angel that's going to rebel yeah. and cause all of this death and destruction like that yeah. would just make more sense it would but then so that that takes me back to that there has to be something else going on on here that i don't know because you're quite right logically it would be like well let's just don't make him like you know yeah. i mean completely that would him. that that would totally make more sense um but do i don't know do we need to have the option in order to actually love do we need to have the option to not love otherwise well, like, I, I, if, not loving and death and destruction are two different things. Satan is not there just to show us that what not love looks like. He's here to steal, kill, and destroy. So I mean, yes, that, but that doesn't. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. But if if God is love, like kill, 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 um, think whatever the other word you was said, um, and destroy is the opposite of that, isn't it? Huh. Like if 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 God is if God is love, huh. and I still maintain you have to have in order to actually be able to love you have to, it has to be a choice it has you have to have the option of not loving that's what that's ultimately how satan fell i again my understanding of it it's a bit of a gray area um we've already alluded to the fact i don't do big deep conversations big thought, thoughty bits but my understanding of it um and this is probably something I need to look at because again this is based on what i was told growing up and some of the stuff I was told growing up is or as we've already established is not actually how it went down but my understanding of it is that Satan was one of the angels he was beautiful and lovely and he chose to rebel against God yeah. so you know and so therefore that's the that's the origins now yes ultimately like we've already said God has to take ultimate responsibility for that because he chose to allow him to, to be created for example right. yes and I believe, and you're right, and God's got broad enough shoulders to cope with that. And yes, it doesn't make any sense from our perspective. Will it, will it make perspective, will it make sense within the uh, perspective? I can't speak. <laughs> will it make sense within the perspective of all of time? Yes, ultimately. But again, I recognize that that's not a satisfactory answer for all of the people and for many of your listeners. Yeah, well, um, no, but I appreciate the effort anyways. Um, okay. <laughs> I did want to go back to, you did mention the fell from heaven thing. Um, uh -huh. There are two spots in the Old Testament this comes from. It's Ezekiel 28, 2 and Isaiah 14, 4 okay. through 7, uh, 28, 28, the whole chapter, really. Uh, okay. But these these are very specifically talking to the king of Babylon and the king of Tyre. And it mentions them by name in there. Not once is the word Satan used. Not once is the word devil used. These aren't. But there's lots of times some of these. Some of these bits, you know, they they use Babylon as like in Revelation, they'll use Babylon as a side note for something else. They won't did they? not so, like the Babylonians. No, they all. did not. <laughs> no, no. But equally, ultimately, I believe, like, if we're going to take my line of thought as natural conclusion, I believe that ultimately all the Babylonians will end up 
in the age to come but i it's gonna be a messy old place and quite busy and quite full isn't it but like yeah but so i think i th- i understand that some of these pieces where they name you do they they name them by name they're um metaphors or illusions or not illusions that's the wrong word it's probably a word that you would use uh, metaphors <laughs> or pictures um uh-huh. for for him or for what went down so, so these are describing the king of tyre and king of babylon but they're supposed to be metaphors for the Death, I don't have that... them open in front of me, and quite honestly, I don't yeah. know those passages oh. as well as you know them. So, I yeah. so I, I don't have an answer to that one. Well, it's, they start off. Let's start with Ezekiel twenty-eight. It starts off with "Say to the ruler of Tyre." So we're talking to the ruler of Tyre. Mm-hmm. You have done this in the pride of your heart. You have said that I am God. That mm-hmm. that's to the king of Tyre. Not once is it said Satan did this. We're talking about a king who thought he was higher than God and blah 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 blah. You but know, is it possible then? Is it possible it was said to the king of Tyre, but it was also a, a picture of what also went down in heaven way before? I don't know. Yeah, I knew I you were going to laugh. That's pushing it. That's pushing it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Like I said, I haven't, I, I mean, I've, I don't, I probably haven't read every single word of the Old Testament, with, yeah. to be honest. Like, you know, you I, know I'm the Old Testament. I'm a scholar or, or yeah. Oh, no, no, no. But to be fair, like we acknowledged last time, you are yeah. better read than many Christians, <laughs> to be fair. Which well, is quite ironic, that. really. <laughs> Well, thank you for that. I, I, we are closing out here, but I, I, we're a little bit past time. But a, thank you for staying. Um, I did have one final thing because we did talk about last time a little bit uh, the David and Bathsheba story um, and the kid and how God oh, yeah. had him suffer for seven days before he killed him with a sickness. Um, and you had mentioned that you were going to talk to God about this. I don't know if you had a chance to talk to God about I completely this. forgot to. I'm very That's sorry. Okay. My mind's a little bit ADHD, and if I don't write stuff down, it's like out of sight, out of mind. If you'd have reminded me, I definitely would. But the answer that... (laughs) 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 Oh, God, it's not just me. No, I I must confess, and because I didn't go back and rewatch our episode, I completely forgot. My excuse is we had so much fun, um, you know, but again, the answer that comes to mind for that one would go back, did it go down the way that it's described in there? Like, I I just don't know. Yeah, I know. It's that what if piece. I, d- I but don't. What if it did? What if it did go down like that? What yeah, if well, God means... did strike that that child with a sickness and it died seven days later? Yes, then that would be mean, which is me, which is what leads me to believe. Actually, if this is that something that that we would see, because the only time we see Jesus really being a bit cross with folks is when he drove the you know, well, cross with the with the, with the um. Uh, the, the Pharisees in the temple and the... Too hypocritical um, or when he drove all the folks out of the temple so is 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 that something that we would see Jesus doing no so to me I'm like okay that to me that doesn't sound like God that sounds like somebody trying to understand what's going on there so I'm not sure that it went down the way it's described in there. interesting so Spider-Man did not accidentally kill Gwen Stacy he <laughs> saved her but the story just didn't go down like that that's what I meant. You can call him Spider-Man if you want to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'd rather you call him dad, but you know, you can well, call him. That's weird. That's weird for me. Either way. <laughs> uh, I, I've enjoyed my new, uh, my new telepathic discussions with Spider-Man. Thank you for that. Uh, You're welcome. But we are out of time here. Thank you for everything coming back. Anything you want to mm-hmm. plug and uh, last words here at the end. Well, no, just um, the, I was going to say to you. So next time you invite God into and have a conversation with him, do don't don't take the first answer. Go and say, okay, that doesn't sound like you know the 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 God that love that the God that L loves. That doesn't sound like how she's describing him. What's really going on? Ask him some follow up questions. Would be okay. my advice. 
Um, right. As for plugging stuff, no, I mean, if there's any folks that think like, you know, as the way that I do and they want to explore their relationship with God, they can do that at uia.com. Um, I do these little it's love Uier. notes. Uia. U O, wait, sorry, Y O U I E R. Y O U I E R. Uia. Yeah. Uia. Yeah. It's U plus I E R. U, an intentional expectant relationship. That's a whole other conversation for another day. But probably you wouldn't. Well, yeah, no, I don't, to be honest, I don't know that it's one we'd have on this podcast because mm. with the context of the sort of conversations we have. Um, but yeah, that, so that would be the only thing I would say um, is that really I'm not specifically plugging anything at the moment or ever. I'm just doing life and being me. But I do hope I would for anybody, I guess, who's like, oh, I don't know, ask God a question because I mm. fully maintain that like he wants to be in relationship with everybody. You know, so ask him a question. If you don't like the first answer, go, OK, that doesn't sound very good to me. What's going on? Explore keep it. Trying. Some more. Is that what just, just keep trying. Eventually, <laughs> God will say something. I knew back you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, Al. This has been a blast. It's we'll my stay pleasure. in contact and I'll let you know when this comes out. You're very kind. <laughs> And that's all the show there is for you today. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard and want to help keep the recording light on, simply go to patreon.com forward slash BSW the podcast and sign up to be a supporter of the show. Your episodic tithes of a dollar or more will give you access to the patron feed, unaired conversations, early access to each episode, and much more. For the latest events, BSW swag, and a peek behind the scenes, head on over to the show's ever-evolving webpage at thebiblesayswhat.com. The Bible Says What the book is out. Head on over to thebiblesayswhat.com and get yourself and your grandma a signed copy. Thanks to the cosmic powers of the internet, it is now possible to buy me a beer or coffee online. Simply go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash BSW the podcast and click the appropriate buttons. If you can't support the show monetarily, please like, share, and or leave a review. As always, you can find me at the Bible Says What Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, or Instagram pages. You can also reach me at bswthepodcast at gmail.com. And no matter which platform you use to listen to your podcasts, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you won't miss out on the next episode. Until then, would you kindly pick up your Bibles and read them? Spider-Man is greater than the Christian deity. Why would anyone want to worship such an egotistical madman? Pray Spider-Man. Let's start the show. <laughs> That's stupid. Uh, uh, all right, we won't make the Spider-Man symbol at the end. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Uh, ruin the whole thing. All right, this time with feeling.